Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. On this week's episode, Brad and I meet once again in the meditation room at Jai, and we explore the energetic implications of being in an accident or witnessing an accident or a traumatic event. The musical offering this week is by a band called Abbott Kenny, and Abbott Kenny is a band uh, that is made up of Brad's son, Jared Swanson, who is the main writer and lead singer. And also Brad played on the record and also uh, co-produced the album along with his son. These two men are extremely talented musicians. It's been an immense joy for me and my boys to uh, be in the studio with them and witness um, them expressing their music and playing live and just creating amazing, amazing music. Um, This album is an exceptional album. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, uh, you can get it on iTunes or on CD Baby, uh, or also go to their website, abbotkennymusic.com. In addition, they're going to be releasing a new EP on April 25th, I think, of this year. Okay, April 29th. Thanks, Brad. Um, So anyway, you can look forward to that. Uh, But anyway, I hope you enjoy the musical offering. It's uh, quite extraordinary. Um, So anyway... Uh, let's get into the show. Namaste. And we are rolling. Hi, Bradley. Good evening. It's Good actually evening, evening time. It's Early. the evening. This Early is such evening. a sweet hour. You know, yes. sunset, isn't it, is. it? Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, in uh, did you know that in yogi spiritual practice that this time of day is like another very sacred time when the day turns from day and then into evening. So it's also a great time to meditate. Um, they say it's not a great time to get married, although Rich and I got married at this hour. Oh. Because you don't want to get married like when the sun is setting. Oh. You want to get married when the sun is in the sky. Mm. Okay. But we just ignored it, and we got married when we wanted to. Good, you guys just did it the way you wanted to we do. We did. We and it's we did some some voodoo ceremony to like offset the unfavorable some, condition of the day. Some wedding voodoo. <laughs> no, I've just, seen I've seen a lot of wedding voodoo because I've played many a wedding. You have. That's right. Musician what, career. And what is your yeah? What has been your experience of that? You have been the wedding band before. I was the wedding MC guy. I was everything. I, I did the whole the whole gamut. Have of you ever that. married anybody? No, no. You should. Well, you know, I've been married, but I haven't done. No, that. I know, but I mean, have you yeah, have you facilitated I'm, the ceremony? No. You should do that. I, I would. You would be a very good. I would consider doing that. You can. I hear you can get ordained online. Did you know that? Do you just show up online and just say, just, "Hey, ordain me"? You just me. go online and you can become a minister like instantaneously. You pay a couple bucks. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> would I be the minister of love? You could be. I think you could be the minister of whatever you want, which is kind of exciting. Okay. Actually, I was I was um, I was uh, encouraged to become ordained um, as a I think legal caveat 
like if you're doing healing work and, you know, somebody sues you and you're, you know, a religious uh, priest or minister, mm-hmm. then you get a Pasco. Oh. So I guess now that I'm doing Divine Through Line, I should, I should take care of that housekeeping detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. But anyway, thanks so much for coming up to Jai. I'm happy to be in the meditation with, room with you again. And um, I have no idea where we're going to go, which makes it kind of fun and spontaneous. But um, mm-hmm. it's great. Lovely. How was your day today? Good day. Good day today. Working with my with my client, Matt. And yeah. Finishing a song. Matt who? Matt Westerman. Hi, Matt Westerman. Do you he, think he listens to Divine Throughline? Uh, I hope so. I think he has listened. Yeah, I think <laughs> really? he has listened before. Huh? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's good. His songs are very uplifting. Are they? Uplifting songs. Awesome. I'll have to have a listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, busy day though. Like you said, when you came in, I said, how are you? And you said, what did you say? I said something like, I'm spread a little thin. A spread thin. But yes. And for and how is that showing up for you right now in your life? Um, well, my, my attention has been going in, in, in different directions. And mm-hmm. I've felt like I haven't been uh, paying attention to just my basic musicianship, which I, I like to sometimes... Oh, let me just back up. I like to end the day with playing an instrument. Oh, uh, yeah. Just to reconnect with that and... So I've noticed that I haven't been doing that in the last couple of weeks, but okay. Well, there's, it is sort of it's my, still light. my evening. Inter- it's your uh, in- evening ritual meditation. That's great. Yeah. Well, there's still time. You can do there it. Is. I'm going to go home and do it. You could do it here if you wanted. That's true. <laughs> you do it on the show. So anyway, uh, I'm I'm feeling like I mean it kind of sounds like knowing you, Taurus man, how you you know, you're used to kind of doing your very diligent kind of one thing after another, you know, you're very organized. That's what makes, you know, musicianship is a lot like that for Mm -hmm. many of us. Um, Not for me, but definitely for you. And I think that what's going on in the field right now, which is relevant to all of us is um, this feeling of uh, kind of everything happening at the same time. And so where we usually have time to prepare or get in a mental setup to, you know, go into a certain you know, activity or meeting or event or practice, it's kind of just showing up whenever it wants to. And, um, and we just have to be facile and switch gears, kind of switch channels. So it sounds like your feeling of being spread thin is you're being pushed to sort of operate maybe in a more multidimensional way than maybe you're used to, uh, because that's just how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that the spread thin, the, the connotation is really not negative. Right. It's more that there's a, there's a lot of ac- activity. And so I would say spread thin is really not, it's, that didn't characterize what's really going on in, a, in an accurate yeah. way. Just there's, there's a lot spread of... Spread wide. Spread wide. Or spread open. Well, no, oh, I don't know. Do we want to go no, there? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> spread, spread out. Spread no, out. Spread, spread wide. No, spread wide. Kind spread, of. Spread. I don't know. What do you guys think? Okay. All right. No, uh, let's see. Uh, well, um, spread horizontally, yeah. like across many things. Yeah. So your energy is required in many different activities, Yeah. Uh, kind of all happening 
during the same time frame during mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely feel that way in my life right now. Say, right? Yeah. So the, um, if any of you missed the episode when I talked about uh, one of the most amazing, amazing astrology blogs, um, it's called thepowerpath.com. It's a couple out of New Mexico named uh, Lena and Jose, I believe. And I don't know them personally, but I have followed, uh, the subscribed to their newsletter and actually done a couple MP3s that they offer. And uh, their monthly forecast is really, really cool. So if you have interest in seeing sort of what's in the stars, what's in the planet for the month of April, uh, go on that site and check it out. The word that they used to describe the energy this month was unsettled. So would you say that you feel a little unsettled? <laughs> Spread thin? Mm. Kind of. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, but it feels like it's more... I would rather be that way then, than then have not, too little going on. Than nothing happening. Yes, absolutely. No. Yeah, great. So definitely in my life, I'm, I'm feeling... Uh, I just completed a weekend with Swami Vidya Dishananda. Um, he taught a, a pranayama, Himalayan pranayama workshop up in Santa Barbara. It was really, really amazing. A lot of it um, review, but just a great way to cement these practices in your life. And so I have so much going on in my schedule from really for the foreseeable future Mm. uh, that I am, you know, getting up at 4.35, starting with my practice um, and uh, starting to work at seven already. So it's, it's, there's a lot after this podcast today, I still have to plan some meals and go to the market and write a blog post for Mind Body Green. So it's been a very full day. Um, but what I'm finding is that these times are, are great opportunities and the energy can be unsettling, mm-hmm. uh, even bringing up, uh, you know, deep emotional imbalance that, you know, can be released. And all of that is a great gift. However, uh, we have a choice to um, kind of commit to our spiritual practice or commit to keeping our balance through the things that we're eating, the things that we're watching, the activities we're engaging in. And for me, it's really getting very diligent with my spiritual practice. Mm. So it means waking up 4.35 a.m., having tea ceremony, doing pranayama, playing my sitar for an hour, doing my vocal exercises, then um, going down and starting to work on all the projects that I'm working on right now, which are very, very widely... uh, sort of spread out. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but if I don't, um, apply that level of discipline right now, um, I'm, I can't, uh, I don't want to experience the imbalance of being knocked off, uh, you know, off of my center point. Um, I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm super excited. We're taking our first group of 40 individuals to Italy for, Rich Roll and my uh, uh, Tuscany retreat, which is a week of transformation. It's something that we've wanted to do for many, many years, and we're extremely happy to be going there. So I'm preparing a lot of stuff, Um, actually a whole yoga practice that I'm documenting, filming a video. It's going to be the practice that we do there every day. We're going to be doing pranayama, meditation, and um, a strong sort of slow, mindful yoga practice. Um, 
Then I'm also creating the menu for the week. So I've been developing all new recipes. It's going to be, I guess, 47 new recipes mm. uh, that all need to be completely finalized and cleared with their head chef and also photographed on my end. So that's happening. And then uh, I'm rehearsing some uh, music with the boys because mm. we're going to be performing and we're doing actually some covers. We're working on a cover. I don't know if it's going to be done this week. So you guys will just have to wait and see what I end up putting up. But um, that's been really fun. Um, my son Trapper, who's the drummer, has come out from behind the kit and he's singing with us. So that's great. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah, and then uh, also um, just preparing. Uh, I guess I can announce it. Um, I am publishing my cheese nut cheese book with uh, Avery Random House, who was the publisher for the Plant Power Way. Very, very exciting. I'm really, really honored and feel blessed to work with them again. They're amazing people. And um, so, yeah, so that's actually going to be released uh, next year, but I have to deliver it to them in short order. And you guys are going to document the Tuscany retreat. Yeah, we totally are. So Great. the photographer of the Plant Power Way is actually part of our crew, McClay Harriet. McClay, I'm so excited that That's you're going great. to be with us. Um, so he's coming on the trip, and um, he's going to be documenting everything, and we're going to be both film and photographs. Great. So we're going to be, um, you know, when we get back, we're going to have uh, ways that we can share the experience with everyone, because of course, you know, 40 people are just a very small group of people in the entire planet, so... Um, so we're looking forward to that. But anyway, I am, I've been getting a lot of emails um, from people, which is really, really meaningful. And I'm so happy that so many of you are connecting um, on this podcast and that it's giving you some support and some guidance. And uh, I asked permission of one of our listeners, and actually I've met her before, a friend, um, Nanette from Austin. Uh, she was actually in a car accident on Wednesday and thank God she's all right. She was in the car with her daughter, and they are both fine. So beautiful blessing. So happy to hear that and know that. Uh, but it was a quite traumatic accident. It happened on the freeway, and um, I believe the car was spinning around. It, it was like one of those near misses where you you literally, like something could have really happened. It could have been their exit point. And yet they emerged and they have not a scratch on them. So she actually emailed me and was reaching out um, just because she was in shock from the accident and was wondering, you know, if I had any guidance for her or anything that I could offer that could be supportive to her. And, um, and I did, I mean, you know, the main thing is, you know, again, it's the power of, of being in the moment, you know, of, of really, really knowing that moment and, and knowing that, um, you know, they, they were guided and they were protected, obviously, mm. yeah. you know, and it obviously was not their time because if it had been, then, you know, it would have gone much differently. So it's, um, it's remaining in that, in that knowing or that perspective of, of knowing that, that every step is guided, is protected by something greater than yourself. And, um, not attaching to the what ifs, the what could have happened. Um, now, 
I'm not negating or making light of just the physical trauma of like just the fight or flight or the, you know, the fear of, of survival or of, of, you know, fear of death, I would say that's actually kind of, um, you know, living in your body, like in your muscles and your, and your cells from the event. Um, and there is a little bit of, uh, kind of shock in the aftermath, like, you know, it kind of hits you mm-hmm. afterwards. Yep. So, um, I would advise, um, you know, that anybody who has these kind of experiences or any kind of trauma, um, that, you know, you take the time to take care of yourself, you know, first of all, you should get checked and make sure that your spine is okay. And, you know, I would suggest that you do that even up to three days after, or, Mm -hmm. you know, the first day, the second day, the third day, because you can't really feel it when it happens. You think you're fine and then you might not feel well in a week. So you do need to go and see, you know, a physician or whoever your healer person is, you know, whether it's a, a medical doctor or, you know, you know, you should get checked out by a medical doctor and then decide, you know, how you're going to proceed. But I would also say that um, really nurturing yourself, um, you know, wrapping yourself in soft, warm blankets, um, taking hot baths in Epsom salt or uh, just a container of baking soda also can be really, really great. Um, Using essential oils like lavender and um, this is a, a, a flower essence that was suggested to me when Rich crashed his bike. Um, my husband had a very bad bike crash some years ago and had a ton of stitches in his face, and it was a pretty scary experience. And he, um, a healer actually that we were working with, uh, suggested that he soak in comfrey, hmm. C-O-M, F-R-E-Y. And so you can find that. It's it's a flower essence. It's not an essential oil. So um, check it out online. And that's supposed to be really good for your system. Um, the other part of this experience, so let me just back up. So mint tea, um, you know, really um, nurture yourself because you've been through some trauma. So find a way to you know, kind of stay home and cocoon and don't go into, you know, public places with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. like your energy field has been frazzled Mm -hmm. and rattled. So, um, you know, meditate, do some gentle yoga if you're not, you know, if you can, if you're not hurt and, uh, try to get a massage. I, I don't know if you should get a massage right away, but I would say maybe within four days or a week, um, try to get a massage to get that fear out of your muscles, but make sure it's a very loving, nurturing, healing massage and not a body work massage. Um, so all of these things I, I sent in an ad and she was gen- generous enough to allow me to share this on the air. I also wanted to talk about this subject just a, l- a little bit broader um, in a spiritual sense of, what happens during accidents and when people actually do leave their body or you see an accident, whether where another pe- person has, um, you know, decided to exit at that point. And, uh, it's, it, it can be a very traumatic experience. Um, I would recommend that, uh, if you see an accident that we need to watch our empathy 
you know, the empathic feel that you have in your heart. And the reason is I'm going to share this story that was um, shared with me from a healer that I worked with many, many years ago. And uh, he was actually one of the first people to train me in the kind of etheric healing and etheric surgery that I do uh, in my healing sessions. And he shared with me that he had a woman that came to him who had this bizarre um, condition where her legs were disintegrating. They, they were completely breaking down and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. So um, she came to him and she said, you know, I'm dying and my legs are disintegrating and they don't know what's wrong. And so he did, you know, healing session with her and, um, and uh, you know, somehow kind of as sort of a, um, just sort of a sidebar to their session. Um, she said to him, oh yeah, um, I had this experience. I was driving behind my husband on the highway and uh, he was hit by a semi-truck right in front of me and he had his legs completely crushed in the accident and died right in front of me. And I was the first one to the scene of the accident. So um, what had happened is when we're empathic, like we always say in, in healing work, like you can be a healer or you can be a garbage can. So this is one of the reasons why I'm very, I'm a very uh, strong advocate of learning how to seal your field. Mm -hmm. So what happened is here you have these lovers, right? Um, who are completely connected in the heart. She was the first one on the scene of the accident. It was a very traumatic accident. So what happened is her husband's spirit had popped out of his body and in his trauma had attached to her, to the one that he loves, the one, the one that he knows. And so within, I think it was like six months, her legs started to energetically display the same characteristics of the trauma that he had been through. So luckily, um, my teacher uh, knew how to deal with this and he did like three sessions with her and her body completely repaired and she was free. So kind of a really amazing story. Um, and when you look into the deeper aspects of it, so if you take like, do you want to be a healer or do you want to be a garbage, you know, garbage cans, you know, of course they were lovers. That's obviously what's going to happen. But I mean, the point of, if you really want to help somebody and you really want to be of service, you really have to have your energy field fortified. You have to have your own boundary intact so that I'm not taking on your energy or your karma or your experience because that's an imbalance, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what I would say, I mean, I was traveling with my kids in, in December and uh, we saw a very grotesque and traumatic scene on the freeway where someone had just been in a bad accident and we could see the body clearly. And, you know, I instantly just told everybody to shield themselves and not look like, don't, don't look at the accident. Don't try to get involved in the accident at that point until you feel your field really fortified around you. Then at that point you can you know, send love, but from a very neutral, not an emotional and not a dramatic place. Because if you're, you know, freaking out and you're, you know, feeling really, really, really sad or really scared or, you know, really any of these emotions, you, you have the risk of taking the energy on through that empathy, through that, you know, that yearning in your heart. So, um, 
I, uh, I just wanted to share that. And then more in Nanette's case though, uh, and I had this experience with Rich is, you know, in those near misses, um, you know, I think just focusing on really the truth of the matter and the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, they were extremely protected, you know, and then it, it brings you also to, you know, I always ask myself, like, how is it that, you know, I was in so many, um, marginal, you know, very dangerous situations, either, you know, hiking the mountains of Alaska or, um, you know, in a drug, in a drug deal or, or using drugs, you know, at a very, very young age. And, um, how is it that I'm alive? Like, like how, how is it, you know, because really, if you look on paper, I've done way more dangerous things than any of my kids have done, you know, and you just, you just never know when it's your time. Like you just don't know. So, uh, again, subscribing to, and, you know, really having faith that there is a greater force and that everybody has their exit point. You know, everybody has their chosen time when they're going to drop the body um, is a very, I think, intelligent perspective to adopt and to cultivate in your life. What do you think about that, Brad? Well, <clears throat> today on, on Facebook, there was a, uh, I saw this, this post that someone had shared and it was, it was a young um, Muslim girl who had been married off at age 11. She had these beautiful doe eyes and she, she looked sort of, you know, she was wearing makeup, so maybe she'd been kind of dressed in a way to look a little more seductive. And she was this articulate, you know, person. And she was talking about how she, her family was trying to marry her off at age 11 and that this was an, an atrocity. She, her childhood was being taken away from her. Her, you know, she was going to be put into a dangerous situation and that this was just a, a, a very low frequency, you know, terrible thing that, that was happening to her. And then it said at the bottom of the post on Facebook that she eventually died. So I'm watching this lovely young child who I would just want to take care of and, and, and protect. And in my heart, I'm taking, empathically taking, taking this on. And the, and, the, and the idea that she, it just over, overwhelmed me and I, and I was weeping. Because of the of the gravity of this this awful event, like how can a child, you know, it's hard for me to understand how children are treated this way. Mm. It just really tears mm. me up. But I did have that experience of thinking that I can't just take on these things. You know, mm. it's that's, you know, as I was watching, I'm thinking I I don't feel like I should be watching this. Yet at the same time, I don't want to look away. Mm -hmm. um, and. So we are exposed to these things on the news and, and so forth. And sometimes we don't know just, you know, whether it's a legitimate, you know, a truthful uh, experience. You know, people right. can post anything on, on Facebook. So it's, it's interesting to me that you're, that you're bringing this up because I, feel, I felt very much so that I wish I had sealed uh -huh. in that experience. Because I can still have the same compassion and possibly even be more able to be of be of use if I'm not completely taken down by this uh, this low you know sadness. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's beautiful that you have such an amazing heart that you care so much and that you don't just you know that you don't don't just walk away and go mm -hmm. well whatever yeah. <clears throat> you know I'm going to go you know 
eat a steak or, you know, whatever you do, you don't eat steaks, but you know what I mean? Right. Just, you know, completely not, not attached. And I think that's, that's one of the areas where we get confused as healers. And I mean, I certainly had this experience when, you know, I shared early on the show, one of my best friends, son drowned. And I, Mm -hmm. I really went into that experience like full force Mm -hmm. with all part of me, even to the point where at one point, um, the, I'm not even sure if I shared at this level. I don't, I don't think I did. So if I repeat myself, sorry, (laughs) sorry guys. But, um, no, at one point the day, the day after it happened, the grief was crushing her. And I said internally, it's going to kill her. Like it's so unfair. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll take it inside Mm -hmm. my mind. I mean, this is one of my like best friends of my life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, I'll take it. Not understanding that that actually could happen. Mm. And then in five minutes, I was, she got up and went to sleep and I was hysterical, Mm -hmm. like beyond. And, and uh, again, you know, I learned a lot in that experience and it was divine and everything else. But this is one of the reasons why I said I could have been of more service to her had I understood these energetics. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have meant that I wouldn't have been there. I would have been there. But it, the way that I was there would have been different. And so I think as healers and as compassionate human beings, it's important for us to explore what is that line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're, both, if you're both sinking in a boat, you know, and then you go get in the sinking boat, you're both sinking, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas if you see somebody uh, and they're going through one of their sacred moments... Um, you know, sealing yourself and fortifying. We have to learn how to be compassionate without uh, becoming part of the of the problem mm-hmm. or becoming part of the trauma or part of the accident. Right. It's not running away. Mm-hmm. It's it's sealing yourself so that you can mm-hmm. be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, you know, in these really difficult, very you know, unex- inexplainable events that happen on planet Earth and. You know, the the reasons that we hear from agnostics or atheists, you know, well, how could there be a God? You know, how could there be a God mm-hmm. for a child, for a beautiful child mm-hmm. like that to mm-hmm. have to go through, you know, what she was sharing or what was being shared on Facebook? And, you know, again, it's like we we can't make sense of everything from our vantage point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I certainly don't have all the answers. None of us have all the answers to explain everything that happens on this planet. But by continuing to take a more expanded view, like a higher and higher view, and what I mean is more of like a bird's eye view, Mm -hmm. like keep pulling out, keep pulling out, keep pulling out. And then, you know, at some point you could imagine that, uh, you know, that somebody uh, came in for a specific purpose and that this event is integral to their soul evolution, no matter how intense, you know, any of us think that it is. So it's a, you know, it's radical faith, it's extreme faith, and it's believing um, that there is a greater force and that ultimately, you know, everything that happens is for our evolution. And I feel designed by us, designed by all of our individual souls or greater, you know, body, you know, the, the highest consciousness of that, of that being, which at some point is just one consciousness, you know, that there's a lot of individuations, you know, from that point of origin. Um, so it's interesting, you know, um, um, 
Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't shared. Actually, it's interesting for me because in my healing work, uh, I do some limited sessions with uh, you know some people. Um, I don't do that much because I'm uh, my energy is needed you know elsewhere. But it's been surprising to me how many people have come to me that are resonating with this uh, energy attachment. This. Um, this feeling that there is another energy living with them or somebody else's trauma that they actually have taken on that are, that's causing symptoms in their lives. So anyway, I thought it was a good opportunity to at least bring the subject up and talk about it. And, um, thank you, Nanette, for letting me share this on the air. And I trust that you and your daughter are feeling better and better and better with every day and every um, every hour. So I'm sending you guys a lot of love and healing and, uh, so glad you decided to stick around. (laughs) So that's great news. Um, and then, uh, what else, Bradley? What else? Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, I'm I'm, I'm single. No, okay. no, I'm not single. I'm not, <laughs> I'm I, may, I may not be single is where I was getting to. Oh, all right. <laughs> so it's looking like I'm not single. That's good. Yeah. Sorry, girls. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been great. That's good. Actually, it's been a very, a very uh, uh, loving and uh, it's been an opportunity for me to practice not altering my behavior, being, being myself and um, being seen. I've been feeling seen and, and understood for who I am, and that's such a that's a lovely feeling. I recommend it. You highly, recommend it. Highly everyone. recommend it. Yeah. Make sure you're seen. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Or with you know choosing someone who has the same intention around that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, you were, you've been definitely um, uh, true to your mm-hmm. values, to what you wanted to experience in a relationship, which is where it has to start. Yeah, definitely. Always has to start there. Very conscientious in, you know, really being open to find the right energy and the right relationship. Yeah, I did. I got to a point where I had surrendered to, well, if I end up being alone, I'm still going to make this life a beautiful life. Mm -hmm. It's going to be my life and it's going to be based on what's authentic to me going, like you say, go more into being who I am. That's the, that's the best gift I can give mm-hmm. it is. to myself and, and to the world. Without a doubt. Yeah. And what a great, what a great, oper- like what a great mission in life yeah. to find out who you are yeah. and then be more of that. Yeah. What could be more fun? It, it's pretty fun. It really is fun. Yeah. yeah. I was just telling, um, actually, Andrew made dinner tonight. He said he couldn't cook last week. Actually, he said <laughs> he couldn't cook for like the last few months. <clears throat> And then last week I was looking at the schedule and, and it was like, oh, Andrew can't cook. And I was like, yeah, you can cook. Put him on. Sure. So the first day he cooked, he was really frazzled. Like it was hilarious. But he did it. But it was like really stressful. And then today he cooked. Gourmet chef. Yeah. Cooked yeah. out of the plant power way. It was delicious. Perfect. It was amazing. Yeah. I had one of the tacos. It's delicious. <laughs> it's crazy. And the, the so. nut cheese the cashew cashew cheese cashew cheese yeah it's the sauce was yeah. amazing hot cashew cheese it's out of the nachos recipe in the plant power way and it is definitely a favorite around our house mm-hmm. definitely very 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 tasty and you know what the key is actually oh i don't know if i have do i have miso in that recipe i think i do but 
Anyway, anyone who's cooking out of my book, this is the new latest and greatest uh, secret. Go to a Japanese market and find some handmade organic miso mm -hmm. varieties. It's literally turned the taste up on everything that we make with miso paste. Um, really super delicious. And they have brown rice miso and chickpea miso, so you don't have to go into soy if you don't want that, right. which is really fantastic. It's really Good great. Tip. Yeah. But anyway, um, so as Andrew was making dinner, I just, I've had this super, super, super busy schedule that I was sharing earlier, but I just said, you know, I just feel like the team is really together. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I just feel like, like we have all these amazing people that have gone through so much evolution and so much transformation. And they're all in such a beautiful place in their life, you know, meditating, practicing yoga, creating music, you know, doing things that they love. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And um, I just feel like, you know, we have this really amazing team around us, around the family. And, and um, it's great. Amazing things are getting done and it's all just coming together. I just saw the logo for uh, Plant Power Italia um, that Leah created, uh, Tyler's girlfriend, my son, my son's girlfriend, Leah, who lives here in the teepee. And uh, she did an extraordinary job. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's just, I can, we can, we can get so much more done when we have so many amazing mm -hmm. people around us. Like I couldn't do this podcast if you weren't, if you weren't in my life and we weren't doing this together. I firmly believe that it takes, it takes a team. It, it takes, you know, people with the same intention. Yeah. So it feels really great to be in that place right now. So anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoy the musical offering this week. Um, also, Bradley, you know what I noticed is mm. our episode, Beloved Brussels, was never put up on iTunes. Mm. And I can't figure it out. I thought something might have gone wrong because... I loaded 30, uh, 30 and 31, no problem. Right. Uh, and uh, Beloved Brussels was listened to because it was listened to on SoundCloud and it's got, you know, thousands of listens, but it's not on iTunes. And I don't know why that is. I, I wonder... need to repost it. It's a, that's a really good... But do you, do you uh, think like it got censored because of the top? It's completely possible. I mean, is that really happening? Well, some people say it happens a lot. Really? You know, there, there's one train of thought or, or one huh. camp that says it's happening all the time. And then well, there's another that says, well, snafus. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't even know how I, I would guess I would delete it and then upload it again. Well, is see. it, if it's not up there. I mean, it's on, it's on SoundCloud, which is where I host, which is where all the episodes mm -hmm. are. But mm. be, of course we want people to subscribe through iTunes because I don't know why, because that's the land of podcasts. That's, yeah. that's, that's what you do. So, um, and I also want to thank uh, everyone who's left a review for me. Um, so I appreciate that. If you have time to go on iTunes and leave a review, we'd be greatly appreciative of that. Um, so I don't know. So I, I might try to figure it out, uh, but that happened. So if you didn't hear the Brussels, beloved Brussels, um, go to SoundCloud, Divine Through Line on SoundCloud, and you can hear it there. Um, and uh, anyway, we're just looking forward to bringing you a lot more music and a lot more topics. Keep writing into me. I love getting all of your letters, even if I don't have time to respond. Uh, I try to read them all. And uh, I'm just very, very greatly grateful, very grateful mm -hmm. to be sharing with you guys in this medium. And uh, 
uh, just happy that we have a space to talk about some of these topics that are not discussed so often in the mainstream media. Um, so anyway, thanks to everybody who made a donation. I would love to name your names individually, but Jaya stole my computer, so <laughs> I can't see them right now. So I'll get it uh, next show. But if you're getting some healing and you like what you're hearing, please do donate and support the show. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, and it helps us to keep things moving along here. So thank you very much for all of that. Um, I also want to remind you guys that Rich and I just released a relationship course on Mind Body Green. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Conscious Relationships. And it's about two hours of content of Rich and I uh, sharing very candidly about our relationship of 17 or 18 years. We, could, we neither, neither one of us can ever remember how long it really is. Uh, but anyway, just, uh, some interesting things, some things that I, that I really liked, um, that I thought were really, really important in the game of dating. Uh, some of those being, uh, sacred sex. There's a, uh, an MP3 that comes along with a course that kind of shows you how to set up a sexual, um, intimacy in a sacred manner. Um, and a little tip is you do not have to be in a relationship to benefit from these practices. So, um, check that out. Uh, also just, um, uh, know that we're doing more retreats coming up. Um, if you have a desire to go to Europe and you think that you have a divine appointment for that type of retreat, uh, check out our plantpowerworld.com. Uh, we're going back to Italy in October and then we'll be adding some other trips as well next year. Definitely we're going to Ireland in the summer. Mm. So I'm excited about that. Um, and I'm trying to think what else, uh, if you want to find out more about Brad, you can go to his website, right? Swansoundmusic.com. Swansound, S W A N S O U N D. That's Music. right. One word, swansoundmusic.com. Beautiful. And, uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as the Julie Pyatt. <laughs> the Julie Pyatt. And uh, we hope to share with you more and more perspectives and musings on how this life is divine and what it really means to live a life uh, in extreme faith and uh, connected to the essence of who we really are. So until next week, uh, be gentle with yourself. And know that with God, all things are possible, not just some things, all things. Namaste. Namaste.
Yeah.